Welcome to the Digi Tavern Podcast. This is your co-host, Databots, here today. We are going to talk about Skyrim. Not the video game this time. We're going to talk about the release of Skyrim in the Elder Scrolls. And we're going to get into a little bit of lore regarding the uh, Greymoor. So stay tuned for the podcast and let's, let's go. Let's roll that intro. I'm pumped. Barkeep, pour me a drink. Hey, Bart, spin that shit. Today we are going to talk about Skyrim. Hold on, you're going to ask me how it's going on? How's it going? And then just just not even let me answer? Yeah. That's rude. Because I know... Is it? You know how how I'm doing? Yo, how's your car, man? Uh, It's good. Yeah, I didn't care. So let's move on. My car's fine. (laughs) Is there something wrong with my car? No, I was just trying to do that same conversation. Yeah! You're breaking the immersion. Yeah. Where to go? So how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> it's going well. It's going well. Episode twenty. You forgot to mention episode twenty. Ah, uh, yeah, episode twenty of the podcast. Uh, big milestone. Is it? Not really. Yeah. Is it? No. no. I don't. No. I don't really think so either. Well, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, if we treat it like birthdays, because all right, like. I don't know about you, but I didn't have that many birthdays growing up. Same. Like birthday parties. Same. So, Too poor for that. I mean, and then, like, later on in life, there's not that many important birthdays. So we treat it like every five birthdays is kind of like an achievement. Every five podcasts is an achievement. Yeah, I mean... So we are 20, you know. It's kind of cool, but I think we can... We'll celebrate when we're at 50. How about that? Yeah, I mean, I'll be happy after, like, let's get a full year in, and I'll be happy with that, honestly. But, I'm, I mean, I don't know. 20, 20 is great. Uh, 20 weeks of content. That's what? Five months? Uh, or an hour. Or an hour. <laughs> you just skim through everything. Yeah. But, I mean, like, it's, it's nice. I, I like that idea. I like that concept. Or You mean a day, I think you mean. <laughs> Yeah, now nah, it was all over. An hour. <laughs> uh, I mean, 20, 20 episodes is awesome, but I, you know, I think we both, I think both of us have much bigger plans with all this. So twenty is just a, it's just a. a, a Let's call it stone. the the foundation. Yeah, like the, you know, when they build a building, what's that cornerstone? Cornerstone. What is it? Cornerstone. Yeah, it's the cornerstone of our podcast. So. Just call it that. That's a big. De- it's a big deal, and plus we're doing so many other things right now too that that seem to be doing fairly well. So uh, can't. Yeah, I was listening to your uh, your your joint place podcast. They're pretty good. Yes. Anyone wants to uh, tune into those, you know, you'll catch them in the same place. Yeah, exact same place. Uh, really right in our load order, and we just kind of have them separately titled, and that's just uh, to make it a little easier for you guys to listen to. If you want to hear me talk about my random outlivings with games and what I'm doing outside of just the DTP, uh, that's where I'm at. And if it wasn't clear on the last one, uh, JC was poor growing up. Very poor. <laughs> Did you get to the part where I was talking about, like, I collected trash? Yeah, that's why I was saying this. JC <laughs> was collecting Pringles. I collected Pringle. Pringle canisters. Uh, not lying. Like, my sister hated it because we shared a room together. She's like, why do you have trash in the room? I was like, those are my collectibles. <laughs> she hated it. Co- when your mom come in and then, like, clean the room. When <laughs> you come back. I think. How much shit's gone? I think, yeah. I think one time. I, I think she threw them out one time. And I th- I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I cried. Because I was like, no, my trash. 
So one of the stupid things I used to collect, now they're talking about collecting real quick, um, was Gatorade caps. Yeah. Like, for some reason, I collected Gatorade caps, and, like, I had a lot. Like, I was, like, I had a whole, like, shoebox full of them. <laughs> and then one time, like, we ended up moving to Texas, and some guy, like, like part of, like, I guess one of them, my aunt's husband, my uncle, or whatever. But basically, he worked at, like, Gatorade. Yeah. So he showed me once he had a shitload, and I was just like, that's it. I'm done collecting. Because <laughs> he had so many. Like, there was no way I'm ever, I was ever going to get there. And he had them just because they would, like, they'd give him Gatorade all the time, so he would just have those. But Right. I remember I ended that collection there because that guy outdid me. Are you talking about, but when you say like the caps, seconds. are you talking about, like, the... The screw-on caps or the or the caps that were kind of like where you put your lips on and you could pop it out? No, the screw, just screw-on screws. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I had aspirations that. to make it like a belt or something. Because, <laughs> you know, back in the day I was kind of scene kid or whatever. I thought it would be Of course. Cool. Back in the day, yeah. still are. <laughs> Don't lie. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I'm going to make a belt out of them. I lost them. I threw them away. Yeah. For me, it was hard to collect stuff because um, I moved a lot. Yeah, that makes like, sense. So, I don't know. Every time I move now, like, I just throw shit away, like, all the time. I mean, that's kind of a good thing. I, I wish, like, I wish I was like that. And I, I still I still have stuff that I need to get rid of that's not, that has no value. I mean, it's not even, like, sentimental value. It's just junk doodads and i just for some reason some things i just can't let go and i try <laughs> and i typically if i if i if i'm just not looking at it i'm like all right let's get rid of it just dump it trash let's go like just move on from it and that's kind of why I like getting back into pokemon cards it's kind of like doing all that over again but it, something that actually has some value to it some some worth to it beyond just like just beyond like trash or sentimental value it, it's like everything pringles yeah pringles pringles it's, it's just anyway it's everything. I, I guess if you want to hear the whole story of his pringles just <laughs> listen to that latest strong yeah. podcast well that's uh that's two podcasts <laughs> ago this last one is about graymore uh as we prepare for release which is today which is tuesday as we record this and uh yep. lead us into that go ahead and take this take us into the segment of the day all right, so we could, like, we could start with Graymore, which you have a little bit more knowledge on. But let's set the foundation with Skyrim. I thought, yep, we could ask, like, I, I just thought of like five random Skyrim-related questions, and then we kind of found out, you know, an estimates or actual like facts about it. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, one of the first ones was like, how big is is white run right i don't think white run honestly i don't think white run is part of this upcoming graymore release nah i don't think we're gonna see it but i always had that idea in my mind like how big is white run and i think you compared it once to uh what's that what's that city in lord of the rings where uh oh yeah uh dang we should probably look that up but uh <laughs> the city that you know, where Ar uh, in, uh, where Aragon comes back and it's a city where the Rohan yeah. people are really the Rohirian, it's, the Rohan, it's the Rohirian sure. capital yeah because uh, that's where the king is and and that's where the Riders of Rohan exist but yeah it, it looks the same yeah it looks just like that when you said it I was like yep yeah it does and so um, but as, as far as Whiterun is concerned um, just doing a little bit of research and all that it seems to be about three miles like across mm -hmm. and maybe like ten thousand to twenty five thousand people so obviously you know the games um producers they couldn't do that they couldn't add that many <laughs> yeah. people into like a it would be game great that was, was released in the playstation 3 i think yes and xbox 360 so and they, just didn't, they just didn't have the power um, I am hopeful that like ESO might do that someday, like release White Run. Yeah, but I, mean, I know there's a solitude, so I'm yes, excited about that. Definitely. 
uh, it does look a lot bigger. I wish, and, and so, and that's, and on that point though about like cities looking a lot bigger, um, you and I have both seen, we've seen Riften in ESO, and comparing comparing Riften to Skyrim, Riften in ESO is massive. It's huge. It's a big sprawling, yeah, like city. I mean, there's a lot of. Like you could see why the why the thieves would like to be in that area. There's just a lot of nooks and crannies where they can jump in and out and get undetected almost immediately. Uh, like you see some of that stuff in the actual game where you know you you jump down from the ledge and now you're in the sewers type of area. Like you could see that kind of stuff, but in ESO, it's just looking at Riften. It's a it's a big city. Definitely, and you did play. We're not gonna talk about it quite yet, but you played the prologue for Greymore, right? No, I did not, because I was trying to play it, and I couldn't get into the Fighters Guild. Okay, to start the quest. Yeah. Okay. Well. But I did find I did get some motifs, and I figured out my guy looks cool right now. That's what's I, up. I gotta show it to me. Mot- motifs are the big so. thing. Like those are the big things that I hunt in that game. But what I was gonna say is, there's a there's a moment in that prologue where you go down the ratways in Riften, mm. and this time spoilers. Well, you go in the rat. There are ratways now. Like that's where the thieves guild goes into, right? Like that's mm-hmm. how we find our way into the thieves guild in ESO. And um, the thing is that for whatever reason, I. Every time I look at the ratways in Riften, it just reminds me of the one in Skyrim. And there's a moment in this game, or in the prologue, where it looks almost exactly the same. Like the entryways are the same, the hallways are the same, but then it changes completely. And I love that. I love that they're doing that. Uh, just, and this is kind of what we're talking about today, and kind of what I touched on in the latest episode of Drawing Place, is that Greymore is going to be just one big tribute to skyrim and it, it's gonna be a that year is, long man. it's gonna Honestly, be it's gonna be awesome <laughs> have you launched the game today i have not i've not since the update no i just got right, in so i won't ruin it for you but I, I, it launched i, I, I want to see the new screen started. yeah i want to see the new trailer the screen and everything i'm excited about yeah, that i started laughing my ass off honestly but I, anyway. i'm ready so another like still talking about skyrim here um it's, it's predominantly occupied by another question i had was you know how the nords get there because yeah. it's you know the nords are usually the ones that are living in skyrim mm-hmm. and so um apparently they came from at mora which is the north northmost part of nern yep um they basically traveled kind of like vikings on boats Lit- down south yeah definitely like literally right and they found the tip the tip of like the north tip of skyrim and they just started settling there yep. and i have a feeling like you know that the that mora was probably like skyrim that's why they were easy to adapt yeah you know it was like covered in snow already mm-hmm. kind of deal so the um, the the tldr and the lore is that iskamore and his companions and his 500 companions basically came across the ghost sea because they were ready to establish their own colony, ready to establish their own land. And coming across the, the water or the Gross Sea, uh, they found it Skyrim. And it's very, this is why I like ESO so much, because they, they bring in a little bit of our own history, of our own world's history, where it's kind of like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like Christopher Columbus coming into Hispaniola or coming into uh, what, what he called Hispaniola, meeting uh, the Mohicans and then kind of pretty much just getting rid of everybody and accidentally killing them all. It was, but there was peace for a minute. It's the same thing goes with the uh, the needs from Atmora. They they came here. Iskamora was like, "We're cool. You guys cool?" And the the Keimer, the Falmer, and the Dwemer were like, "Yeah, we're cool. No big deal. We can we can share the land, whatever." But then they started getting aggressive. And they saw more of them. Yeah, they saw more of them, and they started getting aggressive. Like, hey, whoa, whoa, yeah. Whoa. And at that point, I said, "You can come." Yeah, it, who's that guy? It's like at that point, like <laughs> once, and then the thing is, like Eskrimor was literally. It, it, I take it as Eskrimor is looked at as a 
such a renowned hero for Nords, like in Nord culture, and even the almost godlike, almost godlike, and yeah. and but that's the thing is like that's why we have an issue in Skyrim where it's like Talos is a human, but for some reason he's a god, and that's not true, yeah. and the Almeri or the Thalmor is like you can't worship a human like that's not what we do so stop but they literally took it as you're you're assaulting us and our culture and our belief it's the same thing with Iskamore like the companions hold high regard to Iskamore but the thing is the dude was kind of a was kind of a terrible person and he killed thousands and thousands of elves and his his hammer or his axe is named Rothgar, which literally means like Elven Smasher, and that's what his thing. That's what he was known for after a while, and people praised him, but others people other people feared him. And to the the and that's why again, this is why this this Greymore is going to be amazing because all the stuff we didn't get in Skyrim, we might find out in Greymore. Hopefully, I mean obviously they're probably gonna have something. Some new stuff. Yes. But um, I do want to find out about some older stuff in vampires. Like, yeah, that's awesome. But the emo kid. I mean, what is raging? Also, I mean, when like the the Nords came, there there where's the the Dwemer that were here? So the du- but, so the Dwemer actually lived. So when we look at the the map of Skyrim, right? Just kind of picture map, the map of Skyrim in your head, and going from the north to the west, as we kind of trickle along the mountainside. So the mountain is kind of kind of dedicated to two different people: the Orzmers or the Orcs, and the Dwemer. The Orcs, however, live pretty much on top of the mountain tops, and they kind of exist in bands, in Orc bands. They're not like a they're not like a, a civilized grouping of people. They're just like they're like little like war pa- pride lands. Yeah, like kind like of. exactly like pride lands, uh, like war parties, living in huts, things like that. And it's it's very well replicated in Skyrim, um, the Elder Scrolls Five. So like you see that because there's a lot of or- there's a lot of orcs who live the old way, but they're at there's some point they do find and establish Orsinium, which is the very first capital and kingdom that they make ever. But the Dwemer pretty much live underground, and their whole kingdom is under that mountain range. And it, the funny thing about the Dwemer is that they're, people always confuse them for like dwarves, right? Because dwarves don't exist in Elder Scrolls, at least not the way we think about it. You know, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Gimli, uh, bronze uh, bronze beard from WoW. We don't we think of that kind of dwarf, but the giants when they first met the Dwemer, they didn't know what they were, and since they were really small to them, they called them dwarves, and since then the name has stuck. And plus, they it doesn't help that they have like these massive beards because they're the few elven race that does have beards and keep a beard. And then they have like all the, you know, the squared architecture with the kind of like axes that are kind of like broad and it, it fits definitely into dwarven culture, but there, it it's does. not. And then, but then you like, look at the very few pictures that are, that are out there. Very, very few. And they're just, they're super elves. Yeah. They're, they're, su- they're elves. super elves. And except for that one guy who was in Elder Scrolls three Morrowind. Mm-hmm. Who's like, like a fat? Yes, just a fat elf with spider legs. I forget his name. Well, that that guy, there's a that guy has his own story, but um. Yeah, I think it was like the last living dormer. Correct. And he and the only reason why he was able and I I kind of find like it's so weird because he's it's kind of funny because um he gets to live by default i would say because he just wasn't around when they were all banished and yeah. <laughs> and the thing and but that's the thing is like you know the dwemer lived underground and they they had their kingdom and reign and and they were happy to to share their land or whatever or, or just be at peace with the needs the atmorans or the uh, Chimer and, and the falmer because nobody really 
intruded on their space and they were always into their technology so they were peace they were at peace just to do that and and then there's the legend of black reach or yeah of black reach which is the underground city and that was like something that's a super amazing that we we didn't know existed until skyrim so that was great yeah i, I do hope we get to see them in and eso at some point it'd be, be nice because i mean they did live back in the day but i don't know it might be too back in the day we'll see gotta check the dates on those because i'm pretty certain that they were abolished in early first era and right now we're playing second era sort of or uh, mm -hmm. ESO is second era and we kind of talked about this last night as we were just kind of talking uh, ESO is kind of soft canon so we can only take yeah. so much from the online game as as uh, as heavy lore but for the most part it, it's it, I would say it's still pretty accurate for, except for some things yeah, you just can't get too snobby with it. <laughs> yeah. Just gotta let it... I mean, just take the bits that are there. Like, if we find out more about the Dawn Guard, you know? Right. Um, hopefully, like, hopefully it carries on into the next books, but we'll see. Yeah, and, and all that said, that kind of leads us to your question number four, which is what happened to the Dwemer. Uh, what happened to the Dwemer? Well, it believes that you... It's believed... They use the, uh, like, Lord, what's his name? Kagrabak. Lord Kagrabak's tools to harness the heart of Lorcan. And basically it caused the whole race to vanish in an instant. Like, there's uh, rumors or, or kind of texts that's saying that they just found, like, piles of ash everywhere. And they think that those were, you know, the Dwemer. Um, there were. It feels like, like kind of like, like Atlantis, kind of. You know, they're 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 pushing for that extra bit of power, and something happens, and yeah. they just all disappear. That's a good comparison. Yeah. I didn't think about that at all. Yeah. And that's. I mean, that's that's kind of what that's it sounds good. like. But. That's a good comparison. And see, like I've always, like I've heard of. Kagrabak, and then I've also heard of the Heart of Lorcan, and because the Heart of Lorcan is a big deal in Elder Scrolls Online, especially when you get to uh, Clock City, and it's a big deal. Uh, yeah, see, I didn't do that one yet. That's a good Clockwork one. Clockwork City. Yeah, Clockwork City is a good expansion because it really opens up the lore of what the Dwemer, how far the Dwemer were pushing. That's probably what I'm looking for right there. I mean, like, they, they pushed the limit of what it meant to be a god. Or an Aedra. And, they, I mean, and this is why, like, I say, like, when you when you presented this, um, this concept of how or why they were banished, I always had heard that because of what they did to the farmer and because of how they refused to help the Keimer and the farmer defend themselves at the time of great need from the Atmorans that Azura was extremely mad. Like, she was just completely pissed off. And the thing is, is, like, the Chimer did it to themselves because they started looking to use certain Daedric powers to push back the Atmorans. But the thing is, like, they did it against her will. And for that, that's why they're cursed. But when the farmer needed to be saved neither the Chimer or the Dwemer aided them and this caused the banishment of Chimer and the and the curse to become Dunmer and the pretty much extinction of what was originally called Snow Elves I can't remember the name that was before Farmer because Farmer is the new Snow Elf now the ones that are all twisted and turned and I can't, I, I know I read it. I, there's a document somewhere out there that tells you what their names are, what their, what their Murray, their Meridian, Meridian name is, but I can't remember at the top of my head. And I always took it as that's why the Dwemer were banished because they started, exp instead of helping the farmer, they experimented on them 
and took advantage of the situation. So to know that lo that the whole Lord Kagrabak and his tools and his basically pushing on becoming a god, that also makes sense too. Like both of them make a ton of sense. Yeah. So that's probably what happened to him again. This is just from a little bit of research. Obviously, we'll keep digging and, you know, find out if it's true. It'd be awesome to At know too. As far as, as far as we know, right? Yeah. Um, maybe we don't make this. It's not like we're going back in history and uncovering stuff. We kind of are. Like that's sure. that, that's that's the thing. And now, touching on Greymore one more time. Now with this whole excavation thing they've they brought in, there's a chance that we might. Uh, yeah, there is. I forgot about that. Like there is a there's a good chance that we might find some decent lore. And some of the things that we can excavate from the the zones in ESO. Like I'm excited. For I that. just saw a, like a Roman like platform that was uncovered. I forgot where, and it was al almost fully intact. It's a really interesting picture because it shows, you know, freaking like. Just, just pile like dirt's on top, you know, mm -hmm. like thousands of years worth of dirt on top of this like mosaic, really nice like tile. Mm -hmm. It's crazy, but it's like it's not small. It's huge. It's massive. Is this in real life or is this in game? This is real life. That's what's yeah. up. They they uncovered this like real life like platform, kind of like like tile platform. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'd have to show it to you, but check that out it's 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 nuts this is why like and that's why like when we <laughs> when we talk about these kind of things is like there's always something that we don't know even in irl or in eso or in any game that we play but with a game that has such a fleshed out history like eso there's so much potential to find something new and like the, the mystery of the dwemer is always going to be one of them we got to see the the Afarik, which was the, the the small cat, and then we got to see this the skinny cats, and then you saw all <laughs> I'm this. Just now playing it, and but you you've seen these cats though. We saw this. We we talked yeah. about this a long time ago, and then you get to see like the, the big cat that's like ten feet tall. Like I had no idea about any of those until ESO brought them out, and I don't know if it's if it's if it's hard lore, if it's hard canon, or if it's just something like hey, let's change up the race a little bit. No, it's canon. From my understanding, it is basically if it depends on what moon the the cat was born in. This is who they're gonna be. Yeah. If there's a certain moon, you know, they're this they're gonna stay like a freaking cat. <laughs> if they're not, no, yeah. If they're not, then they're just regular Khajiit. And then you get all those like tiger big ol' like there's 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 a lot of variation. This is why I can't talk to you about it because I finished elsewhere. And if I say anything else, yeah, I'd definitely be spoiling it. That's alright, I'll spoil everything else from now on. <laughs> um, but moving on to question number five that you got here. Um are the are the Dawn Guards somewhere else besides Skyrim? And I'm gonna throw this question in there as well. Uh, are the Dawn Guard going to be in Greymoor? Oh, well, no, there's vampires, but we don't know if it is the Dawn Guard, right? Mm -hmm. So, maybe. Well, remember, I think we talked about Dawn Guard a little while back. Where We did, but I, I told you I didn't really play that expansion. Okay. So, I, I'm not that versed. Like, vampires are new to me. Okay. So, and I saw like the intro thing and something I saw, I was like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> so I can't talk about it until you see it, but I'll check, like, I'll uh, check yeah. it out here in a bit, but definitely the Dawn Guard will not be in this in Greymoor because the era is too early for it. Um, the King basically made the Dawn Guard. There was a King of in Riften that made the Dawn Guard and originally the, the, the the guy who made Dawnguard was to basically protect the secret of his son being a vampire. And then it changed because the Dawnguard became this like bloated, 
kind of uh, guild that thought they were better than other people, and they. Not always begins. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then it just like it dissipated, and then that's when we find like in Skyrim we find like um, the vigilance of Stendar, and the vigilance of Stendar are these like it's like a cult group. I would call them a cult because they they're they're organized, but they're they're like heretics. They're on their own crusade basically to cleanse the world of vampires dramora uh, daedra but the thing is the truth is the truth about them all though is like they're not very strong <laughs> they're just they're Did they ever tell you the story of like the uh the knights templar this is real life mm -hmm. not the not the ones in history but like the ones down in like mexico cartel land no <laughs> did i ever tell you about those no. guys they basically started off like on a crusade to rid cities and towns of, like, you know, all these bad cartel guys. Uh -huh. Basically a band of brothers getting together to protect towns. Uh, they called themselves the uh, the Knights Templar. And eventually it got, it just like everything else, they got corrupt and then ended, they ended up being, like, just as bad as the cartels later on. I believe it. Because they would, like... They would even dress like with the with the red cross and stuff, and they would like go around and just freaking I don't know. They were just going around town. Just as bad. Yeah. They're like, we protect you, but you know what? I like your daughter. She's gonna stay with me from now on or something. Oh, I like this house. Hey, you gotta give it to us. We protect you guys. You know. And then yeah, got out of control. It's terrible. I think they disbanded, but. It's always it always starts at with something good, but yeah, some noble cause, right? And then it just gets destroyed by something. Yeah, it sucks. History repeats itself, but yeah. I mean, and that's why again, ESO does or Elder Scrolls they do a very good job over at Bethesda to take real life and bring it into into the game, and even like the whole Skyrim situation where it's like Nords versus everyone else. And there's like hardcore racism in Skyrim, and yeah. if you played a different race that wasn't Skyrim, like you met a lot of unsavory characters that didn't like you, and and it made that it made that game feel more personal to you as you played. I always picked the Nord. <laughs> <laughs> I played a I I gave about a two hundred hour playthrough of a Nord, and. Like, I was full on. Yeah, I, my Skyrim and your Skyrim does not compare. Like, obviously. I, I, I was full on. What do you mean? Like, my mods or what? No, just like your experience with it. What do you you've mean? You've played, like, I'm sure you've played every race already. Oh. And beat the game with every race. <laughs> right? There's no beating Skyrim. <laughs> Whatever. You gotta live Skyrim. You live Skyrim. There you go. I would just beat it. You would live it. I, I lived Skyrim for years. From the day it released until about maybe a couple months ago. Because I'm on a break. <laughs> Taking a break. You think you'll do the same for the next one? If it's as good as Skyrim, probably. Because I couldn't stop playing Oblivion. And uh, I played Oblivion for, for probably about... Because I was late to Oblivion. I played Oblivion for probably around two to three years. And then Skyrim came out. And then out. Skyrim came out, yeah. And when Skyrim came out, literally, and, and and you we both we've all know this. People who've listened to this are well known. It's well known that I play Skyrim to this day. I just mod the hell Every out of day. it. And now with Elder Scrolls, it's really no different. Yeah. Or ESO well, online. We're so back that, there. Yeah, it, I'm back. Yeah, it's fine. Like I'm fine with it. It's probably one of my. Fa it's probably my favorite game. Let's be for real. Yeah, it probably. Is. Like Assassin's Creed used to be, but Elder Scrolls is definitely taking over, for sure. Sounds about right. I'm okay with that. So let's get into the uh, the Greymore, right? Uh, I know you did some research on it. Um, yes. I know. Like we touched on the the new content that's coming to it, mm -hmm. like the we just kind of briefly talked about it, right? Like the like the digging system, like the I don't know. I don't, I, I saw the video one time. Yeah, 
and I read that article. Mm -hmm. And it's called the the antiquity system. Yes. Like, Very similar I to. I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm ready to try it out because I don't know how it's gonna work. Okay. Um. So did you? I don't know if it's like a mini game or something. Well, yeah. So did you ever play? Um. So and I don't know if you ever got this into WoW. Did you ever play the mini games in WoW? No, I never got that far. So there is a. There is a job system in WoW that is archaeology, and there's a guild dedicated to archaeology in WoW, and basically it's kind of the same thing. Like you, you go into a zone, you get a hint to where there might be some fossils, you dig up the entire zone, uh, you pull maybe about 20 fragments, and you piece five fragments together, you get one fossil, and with that one fossil, you're able to complete a achievement list of things that you have found. And you can rebuild certain, you can build certain fossils and you can even unlock mounts, um, uh, pets, things like that. So take that system, refine it a little bit, make it more interactive. Because again, Elder Scrolls is more immersive than WoW. And they're doing it with the new antiquity system, which you get a lead from the guild. The guild gives you a lead. And from that lead, you're able to kind of go into the world and start exploring and really, really get into in-depth exploration of the zone itself. And that's going to allow you to scry. And in D&D, and, and in scrying allows us to kind of see something that may not be there. It's the same deal here. We get to scry the land. Basically think of like... You know how like archaeologists have that machine or not machine, but it's like a, a camera on a tripod and they're just like looking out and kind of scrying around the land and taking taking in what they can see as they build the site to excavate. It's the same yeah. deal, but just throwing some magic, a mini game and then a little bit of immersion. And it's it's going to see it work and be like, uh, maybe between those two trees. over there. Exactly. I mean, there's shade there. Probably someone lived there. Yep. Let's go dig there. It's gonna. Uh, the only thing that I could really compare it to is in Dragon Age Inquisition. There's a uh, a scrying system in that game to find certain pieces, and basically you look through this like skull, and you can see yeah, like yeah. shimmers. So that's kind like of when it shines. Yeah. You're like okay. That's the that's, that's the point to go to. Yeah, exactly. And excavation is gonna be digging it up, finding the piece, building the relic. And the reward it will be, whatever rewards there is. So today, all that's live. It's it's go go go, and <laughs> and I maybe man, <laughs> yeah yeah it's, yeah. We'll get into that. But um, I, I like this idea, and I feel like th that you. I feel like just you, more content to do. Yeah, so can't go wrong with more stuff to do. But I feel like I you know. would really like this because each and every one of these things is going to have to do something with lore and immersion, and that's a big deal. Yeah. I have to create a new character for <laughs> I mean, they have the costumes, you know, Treasure Hunter, the emotes, the packages, the mounts. Like, this was... They were telling us this was coming a long time ago. We just, no one ever saw it coming. I'm happy for it. Uh, I, I am. Because if there's mounts, I'm down. I need to log I'm in and sure get my daily bonus mounts. now that I think about it. Yeah, same here. I'm thinking about it. Because I want that freaking... Uh, that pet? That pet I'm never going to use. Yep. But I want it there. <laughs> so, um... I saw some cool people wearing the masks. Yeah. Um, and the wicker ones. Yeah. You might change your mind on them, but... Uh, if I see them, I'll, I'll think about it. I've not seen them in-game, so... I'm holding off. Now... Getting into something else here. So if you've ever been to Elder Scrolls Online's website, they do a really, really interesting way. They have a really interesting way of presenting new content. And in this content, they have something, a segment called lore. And with Greymore being released today, we have some major characters that we can talk about here. And being here at DigiTavern, we're all about lore and immersion. One of our favorite characters, and this is, I've learned to love Snow Lily a whole bunch, Lyris Titanborn. 
So why don't you uh, give us a breakdown of, of who Lear's Titanborn is here? Well, she was that, uh, if you play it ESO, um, she was one of the five companions. It's said that she has blood of a giant. That's why she's kind of tall. Really tall. Really tall. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, she was... In the, in the main story, she basically assists you in trying to take down Molok Ball. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's not how you pronounce it. I'm not going to say it for the podcast. Molok Ball. But yeah, I mean, uh, she, uh, you'll meet her first inside the, you know, if you start the game. Now, I don't know how it is anymore, but it's, if you start the, the same. main story... It's still the same. It's not the same. It you is. You start out differently. No, 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 no. You start out different. If you if you first make your character, you wind up in the cell. That's still the same. That's a, that's a lie. It's not. Because I, cre- I created, like, five new characters, and they started off in elsewhere. But you have a... That's the thing, though. You have a character that's already done the introduction. So it skips. You can choose to go into and start the game over from the beginning. Or if you don't, then, then you go in and then you get that person who's like, hey, uh, my my client wants to meet you. And then, and then you, get, you get to the cage. You get into the cell. Yeah. Either way, you end up in a cage. A cell. And she's the, one, she's the one who comes out and just like, you're alive or something. Yeah. And tries to help you and gets you out of there. And um, later on, you know, she she does a sacrifice to get the prophet out. And you kind of go back to Cold Harbor to save her. Um, so she is, she is pro- like, you know, she's a main, I would say she's a main character in the ESO. Definitely. Storyline. Big time character. And I will say that the, because an- I've not seen... I've not seen her animation since when I first made my character. I recently going back and doing that whole introduction phase, uh, going through the cells and going through Cold Harbor and all that stuff. The animation of her ripping out the cell, like breaking it down, that's a smooth animation, man. Like that was not there before. Like, oh no, there's there's some stuff that are like I was just playing uh, elsewhere. Uh-huh. And just like the way that their eyes move and their mouth move, and the way that they move when they're talking to you, yeah, it's incredible. They're gesturing. I remember now. I was there. I would. I would remember um, when I went to QuakeCon one year, and they were talking about how they're going to implement that. Like their their lips are actually going to move when they talk, because before they wouldn't even move. They would just kind of go up and down like puppets. Yeah. Like like that. Yeah. But then they're like, no, we're introducing this like facial tracking system and all this stuff. And I remember I was there, and I think it actually like I, I forgot when it actually came to pass because they were talking about that same time day that they were talking about once Tamriel, and it didn't come for like a year and a half afterwards. Yep. But yeah, those were good yeah. times back when. The world was free of Corona, and QuakeCon was an annual thing. <laughs> oh yeah, I just saw that BlizzCon is canceled. I believe it. <laughs> so save me no BlizzCon this year. Yeah, oh, sorry, you heard it here first. Probably not. <laughs> they're still. I, I have a feeling they're still gonna try and sell you like that fifty dollar thing. I'll never buy again. The virtual ticket. There's no need. There's I'm no never point. Buying there's that. no I'm point for it. No, nah, there's no point for it. Um, but yes, so Lyris Titanborn, one of the original five companions, and maybe one day we'll get into what the original five companions was, and that'd be fun to talk about. But Lyris Titanborn is Sai Sahan's Snow Lily, and she is probably one of the most badass characters that we can ever, that you ever meet in ESO. So I'm happy that she's got her own expansion where she can kind of grow, because I think, I think I can say that both of us really love, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, not Raj, but ah, uh, uh, what's his name? No, no, no. Uh, the uh, Ordinary Dominion. Uh, the the Razumdar. Razumdar. Yeah. Oh. 
I love that. I'm guy. looking over uh, Lyris Titanborn's picture, and then like the one that they have in that lore page. Uh huh. He's badass, right? I look right? just like that in my character because that's the that's like the motif I went with. Oh, now I gotta change it because they've got a new arm. <laughs> oh God, they've got a new armor set. Yeah, I was like, so it's it is a skirt. It's a war nah, kilt. Nah. <laughs> it's a war kilt. Yeah, it still looks cool. If it's good enough for Lyris, it's good enough for you. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep it on. She's awesome. I'm anxious to show you my character in there. He looks pretty cool. I'll check that out here in a bit. Um, so, so like ESO does a really, like I said, they do a really good job of like creating a lore package for your websites or for their website to let people kind of introduce themselves to new characters. And another one is, you know, King Sogrim and then Princess Svana. And we won't really get into them, but they're definitely there. And we'll link that down here in the show notes. Um, but there is, I, I highly recommend reading this stuff because it keeps you immersed in the world around you. And, and kind of going off track here. As you've played, as, you've, as you're playing ESO right now, like immersion wise. Like, have you really, like, do you feel like they, they've done something to make it feel more immersive to you? Be, or is that just me? Like, do you feel like there's something, like, they've maybe tweaked something? Compared to what? Compared to where we used to be. Like, in the past, you could just play the game, right? You can immerse yourself as much as you wanted to. Like, kind of like how we used to. Like, we could just, like, we, mm-hmm. we get into our mindset and we play the game a certain way. But I feel now that they're going out of their way to really make the game feel like it's a revolving world around you more than ever. Well, they do things like, you know, no loading screens. That really helps. Um, To me, what helps the most is uh, the control you have over the UI. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, just all I have on my screen is the world, basically. Yeah. If I can get rid of that compass on top, I probably would, but I'd get lost, honestly. Yeah. But, uh, and then, like, the chat, you can hide away the chat. I hate like, that it just thing. just kind of goes to the corner. I hate that thing so much. <laughs> that's the one yeah. thing I, I can't stand. And that's the only thing I have on. Like, I turned off, like, like there, there's a lot of stuff. Like, when you highlight someone, you can change how much they glow and all that. You can turn it off completely. Yeah. There's a lot that the game does to help you immerse. There's also like just just adding all these um what do they call them? Like when that dude's like drinking or eating emotes. emotes. Yeah, the emotes. They had a lot of emotes yeah, on there. That's true. They kind of let you dye your clothes so you can, you don't like, almost, honestly, I've never, like, when you play the game, you rarely find someone that looks just like someone else. That's true. That's a good point. I think that's what I like most about that game. Like, there's there's not, like, unless they're, like, in a group. Yeah. They're together. Like, me, even me and you and our wardens, we have the same outfit on, but we look totally different. Yeah. Right? Because then they add stuff, like, you could change your hair you can add like flares and stuff like that so like they make it you know they do a really good job of not looking like someone else yeah and that's and i've been thinking about that a lot lately because i just feel that and we talked about this yesterday a little bit i feel like when, when the game first dropped it was kind of uh not a not a big deal a lot of people were like eh it's okay but then as it's grown and just has 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 evolved into what it is now it's like this immersive super mmo that you can play it like an mmo where you can grind out dungeons battles battlegrounds raids um whatever you want to do like that but then you can also just like walk on over to a tavern interact with some npcs emote your way through the tavern listen to some music take a seat at a table take a drink or just sit there and read a book and i don't know like i think maybe because we're doing 
this the podcast thing or maybe it's just because it's just like it's more apparent to me now but i could never do those things in wow like wow would never do that stuff like you know how long it took them to get a sign that was actually like interactive to move like dangle oh i know what you're talking about too like that was and that was a major deal that was a huge detail <laughs> and people were like and it's oh. not on it's not on all the world either it's like, like <laughs> it's the one thing the thing is like man it's just like i i don't know like i don't regret playing wow because i have such good memories but the thing is i think obviously too like it's a different it's a different, it's a different time yeah, yeah yeah that too um, if they remade it now, they'd probably add all this stuff as well. Yeah. Um, but I, they had the chance. They have all the freaking money in the world at one point. But it's but it's the you fact know? that they're listening to the people. Like, they know their clientele. That they want to immerse themselves into this world. And they're going out of their way yeah. to change the game that they thought was good enough. And then brought it to this point where it's like, hey, we've listened. We've learned. And we hope you guys can really enjoy what you're doing. And the thing is, like, we talked about this a while back, that the numbers of people playing ESO has gone tremendously up since uh, COVID has hit. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see how, how much it actually stays up. Pro- I would say a good uh, amount, especially with this new I expansion. And people are like... They realize it's a, it's a pretty cool game. Yeah. And I'll tell you another stuff that kind of helps me get immersed recently. You're not going to like it. Uh-oh. Is it alcohol? But it's that it's that haptic feedback I get when I play with a controller. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> you said this yesterday, and it made me so mad. You get a little bit of, like, when you hit someone, you get that little doof. You know? That little, little nudge. Like, you actually hit somebody. I didn't need that in in my console gaming I don't need it now. Like, I don't need it. And, uh, I mean, it does it does help a little bit. But obviously it's not needed. Here, it's just a, I, I'll tell you how to, how to replicate that with the keyboard. So what you do is you turn your bass all the way up on your stereos. <laughs> and then when it, you hit something, it goes boom. You feel it in your feet and all the way in your and body. And another thing, too, like, you, like people forget because not a lot of people do this, but you can play ESL start to finish first person and by yourself yeah that's true um it's a little harder it's intimidating mm. sometimes yeah. but uh it's there I do, it's there like I, when i was playing the controller i was like well might as well shake things up and i ended up playing a little for a little while with like first person um it looks really cool it's there you can do it but i just don't think it's the way to play this game nah we'll see uh, i mean it's the option is there though it's op- could do it. it's there and that's how like it's just like any other elder scrolls game they've ever come out with like they never force you to play third or first they're like you choose how you want to play you want to you want to see through the eyes get in there you want to see from the distance back it out and uh it's and it's proper it's proper first person and third person view it's not like here's my head here are these weapons that i can see and just like that's it like this there's no animations like if if i were to look down i wouldn't see anything like you can see that you're clearly standing and it's not like oh your your picture your camera's just rendered to look like this in front of you like that's dumb all right full disclosure if you hear something on a podcast it's a it's a dog in the background kind of that was a that was a cat Meow. It's a puppy. No, a puppy. no, what you said was a cat. <laughs> Meow. It was. But anyway, because it sounds like a cat. But anyway. It's okay. We'll do our best to edit it out. But other than that, uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, I think I'm, I'm coming to appreciate ESO way more than I have in the past because of everything that it does, everything that it kind of promotes, and the way it just kind of plays. And I'm just... It might be the first... MMO that I reach if you don't like I kind of count Destiny as an MMO but it might be the first MMO that I reach the level cap in so that's that's saying something for about a game for you <laughs> for me yeah <laughs> I think Final Fantasy 11 I reached level cap on that but 14 I never did uh, I'll get back to that game 
I have like a plan to get back into it once they release that uh, that thing that they're gonna do to kind of um, speed up the main quest. They already did that. They already did it. Mm-hmm. Oh, goodbye, you. So I'm going back to Final <laughs> Fantasy. You're lying. I I promise you. Uh, guy I worked it already. He said basically you can uh, pay your way past all that. Or you can just kind no. Of, you can do. I, I know you can pay your way past it. Or you were going to streamline the main story. I thought that's what right, that was. Remember when you hit that? No, that's already been out. You can pay to go all the way to uh, another level, but the story doesn't. You're going to miss a lot of the good story. But they're they're supposed to like streamline the story and get rid of a lot of fetch quests and it's make it more of a. You know, cohesive storyline. Well, they not sure to, if it's out yet. They need to do something because the the that first expansion is boring. It is. It is. But <laughs> it gets really good, apparently. Yeah, I heard. I, I hear it all the time. There's a, a guy at work. He's just like. He's just like he loves it, and this is and to be fair, it's his first MMO ever. But I mean, like I I I know he's played a lot of games. And so if he says that it's got good content and it's quality content through storyline and character progression and all the things that we kind of care about, even he was talking about like immersion, like, like he was talking about, there's the, it does something now for your immersion in game that it just makes it feel like a lot, like a whole bunch better. And, and they do a lot of things that I, I like that ESO does where you can like sit at the table, you know, you can kind of do exist in the world basically like i do like that it is and it but it is totally a different game yeah um, yeah yeah so it's probably the closest to like a real life looking oh yeah MMO. oh yeah for sure well we originally had something else uh kind of talk about here but we're kind of running on an hour right now and with the way things kind of are a lot of people are not listening to a ton of podcasts especially ones that are over an hour long so we can start kind of wrapping it up here. A few announcements going on right now. So what's going on right now here in the DigiTavern is that we are continuing to crank out our podcasts. I have my side project here at uh, with the Juani Plays podcast. Fredo is doing his own thing. He's getting ready to work on what he needs to work on for his side of, the, of uh, added content. Hopefully we can maybe get the uh, NPC podcast rolling out here in a couple of months. That would be cool. Um, but Probably, the, yeah, there's definitely a delay because of the whole COVID thing. But uh, one of the biggest things, because I'm lazy. <laughs> more of the latter. <laughs> more of the latter. Yeah. Um, I'm being honest. <laughs> but one of the other things that we got going on is we've got a YouTube channel, and you can find that YouTube channel by searching the Digi Tavern. I'll have that also linked into the bottom of the show notes for you guys to check that out. Right now, we're just kind of making videos of Pokemon card opening pack things. It's pretty chill. It's got ASMR twist, lo-fi beats. It's just, I don't know. I, I think it's fun. I, I'm enjoying doing it right now. And it, it seems to be doing fairly well, to be honest. Better than our podcast. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh. Hey, well, maybe we talk about the podcast on that vice versa i do i just don't want to be like one of those guys who's like yeah check out all my stuff follow me on twitch well don't be i'm not like you said before we're doing it organically we're gonna just be us and should be good enough that dog is howling yeah i know i need to go get that dog so i'm gonna stop this recording here uh thank you guys all for listening uh, tune in to the next episode and you can find us at the Digi Tavern on Twitter um, you can listen to this where you're listening to it now or if you ever switch to an iPhone you can find us on iTunes if you go back to Android you can find us on Google Play and all that stuff pretty much everywhere everywhere and more except probably prisons I don't think they have our podcast in prison. What a strange thing to say. (laughs) Go get your dog. Uh, Let's wrap this podcast up. That's episode 20. Uh, We're saying our goodbyes. I'm Juani. That's Fredo. Fredo, say goodbye. 
Goodbye. I'm going to go see what's up with this puppy. Later. Episode 20 over. See you guys later.